Hello, my name is Barry O'Carroll. I am the Assistant Coordinator of Europe Direct, Blanchardstown Library. On July 19th, the EU Digital Covid Certificate came into effect. One of the principal objectives of the certificate is to facilitate frictionless travel within the European Union. Many people in Ireland and across the EU are eager to begin travelling again, for holidays, work and to visit family. The Digital Covid Certificate aims to make the travel experience as smooth and efficient as possible. I spoke to the Head of External Communications at Dublin Airport, Siobhan O'Donnell, about the role of the Digital Covid Certificate when travelling by air and what passengers can expect when departing from and arriving to Dublin Airport in the coming weeks and months. Siobhan, and thank you for taking the time to speak to me today about the EU Digital Covid Certificate. Delighted to, delighted to help uh, clarify whatever needs to be clarified for people to help them have a pleasant journey going through the airport. Yeah, I think people are really eager to get back travelling again and, and Dublin Airport. We, we've already seen scenes on television. Passengers are, are beginning to return. Um, and so when, when departing from an Irish airport like Dublin Airport, who actually checks the, the digital COVID certificate? In all cases, it's the responsibility of the airline to check the EU digital COVID certificate. And that's done at the boarding gate on departure. Okay, and the information that's on the digital COVID certificate, is that um, saved by the Dublin Airport Authority? Is it stored anywhere? No, in actual fact, the uh, EU digital COVID certificate has absolutely nothing to do with DAA or Dublin Airport. Um, So we don't have any role to play in that or administering it. Holding any information in relation to it is completely and utterly separate to Dublin Airport and DAA. Okay, so it's just used as a as a method for uh, you know showing that you are vaccinated. Nothing is stored at all. Just a few people have asked me uh, to ask this question. It's a very practical one, and um, that they've been told that you shouldn't laminate your digital COVID certificate. That it may actually cause delays because it might be difficult to scan. Is 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 that the case? haven't heard of any situations like that, but I think it's probably best to err on the side of caution and to leave your digital uh, COVID uh, certificate unlaminated. Um, Many people carry it on their phone. You can load it up to your, your app, your COVID app, if you have that, which is excellent, excellent way of carrying it around. But when in doubt, just use paper, do not laminate it. You really don't want to put any obstacles in the way of traveling. And having not traveled for... In, most people, about two years at this stage, you really don't want to be disappointed. Absolutely. And, and this morning I spoke to, to Minister Oshin Smith and we, we spoke about how to actually load your certificate onto your phone. So I refer people to that video to see how that's done. Um, if I haven't yet received my digital COVID certificate, what proof is acceptable that I've been fully vaccinated or do I really need to have the digital COVID certificate to travel? Well, it's actually not a requirement to have your digital COVID certificate, uh, but it will help make your travel easier within the EU if if you do have it. If you don't have it, it's important to check what documentation and testing is required at the destination you're traveling to. And that's super important because when you're booking your flight, before you even book your flight, taking a step back, back from that, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, I'd really like to go to let's say Turkey on my holidays. So the very first thing you need to be thinking about is, okay, well, I need to go and check out what documentation 
is required uh, on arrival there at the airport there. So a, a couple of really, really excellent websites. Um, the source of, of really good information is www.gov.ie forward slash travel. There's also the Department of Foreign Affairs website. That's www.dfa.ie. And the EU has an excellent um, website also, www.reopen.europa.eu. All those excellent sources of information. So as soon as you're thinking about where you're planning to go, go and have a look and find out what the requirements are on arrival there. That's really good advice. And I'm going to put the links uh, below this video so people can see those. And it really is a case of just trying to make the processes as simple as possible. And the CERT is going to do that. And I think it's also really important to do your homework before you leave to see if the country you're traveling to has any kind of specific requirements of their own. Um, and that is move, key. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just to, to move on from that, if you haven't actually been vaccinated, are you still allowed to board flights uh, le leaving Dublin Airport? Are there other ways? Well, it's not a requirement to be vaccinated to enter the terminal building, um, but you are advised to check what your what your airline's requirements are for travel, as that may change from carrier to carrier. So check your airline's website also to see what they require for you to travel on board their aircraft. Um, no requirement to be vaccinated coming through the doors of the terminals at Dublin Airport, but it is advisable that you check with your airline before coming to the airport. Um, and the minister did say this morning as well that um, you can get a digital COVID certificate with a negative test. So there are different ways of obtaining that certificate. Um, so you, you've kind of mentioned arriving at the terminal now. What extra precautions uh, will passengers be following in, in Dublin Airport Terminal? I mean, some of them we've seen already, but is there anything we should be aware of? I think people, when they're coming through the terminal building, will, will see different things that, that wouldn't have been there when they travelled the last time. So, for instance, there are over a thousand sanitisation stations at Dublin Airport. You, you can't pass by a couple of steps without finding one. Um, there are over 800 plexiglass screens um, in areas that passengers wouldn't have been used to seeing them in. They're at the check-in desks. There, when you're going through security um, at the, 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 the pass, you, you, you scan your boarding pass going through. Um, they're at the security screening area. Um, there are also over 10,000 pieces of signage, including floor decals to indicate social distancing and COVID hand hygiene messages around the terminals. Face coverings are mandatory in the terminal buildings, and that was brought into law last week. Um, passengers are also asked to observe social distancing measures um, and uh, specifically at the queuing areas like security screening um, at retail areas down the boarding area and it's important to remember that social distancing is a personal responsibility um, we all need to, to to watch our social distancing and not expect others to implement it for us mm -hmm. um, passengers are advised to arrive in the terminal two hours before departure now and that's if, in the case of they're going on a short haul flight to the uk or to continental europe and three hours in the case of long-haul travel to the US and Middle East. The other thing also just to remind passengers travelling is that because they haven't travelled in so long, is that those EU regulations concerning liquids that um, can only be brought through and hand luggage in containers measuring 100 millilitres and under, presented in a resealable bag separately at security screen, they're still in place. They're still in place since 2006. So just to remind people that they're still there also. 
And, and a lot of what you mentioned there are, are things that we, we, we should be used to already. We see them in shopping centres and other facilities, as you say, the floor markings, the sanitising station. So it's no different really than what we, we should be used to. So even if you haven't travelled for a while, it, it'll be a similar situation to the airport and as to any other place you go to. If you've been to a vaccination centre, you'll see what it's like with, with queues and distancing and sanitising be, would be quite similar in, in many ways. And what, what documents uh, should we, we bring to the airport? I mean, obviously your passport and, and your, your digital COVID certificate, if you have it. Is there anything else required that's different? No, those two items, as you mentioned. But of course, you, you again, to emphasise that you need to check what, what you need, what documentation do you need on arrival at your destination airport? In some airports, they will require a negative PCR test. So you will have to have evidence of that with you. That's again, just to reiterate there, it's so important to do your homework mm. on, on your destination and what's required or your specific airline even. Um, and when people arrive at the airport, um, will facilities such as shops, cafes, restaurants and that, will they be open as normal? Yes. Um, well, food and beverage outlets are opening on an incremental basis as passenger numbers grow. And sadly, we have lost some retailers and we're seeking alternative suppliers for those. But, uh, you know, we expect that that will only go in one direction now and they'll continue to open as time goes by if they're not open yet. But by and large, the vast majority of our food and beverage outlets are open with some restrictions on opening times, but that will expand again as passenger numbers increase. Okay. And um, will planes, would you be able to tell me, would planes be at a limited or full capacity from now on, or does that depend on the airline? Yes, it does depend on the airline. However, um, it's it's important to note that when people are travelling currently, they either have their EU uh, digital COVID certificate, they'll either have a negative PCR test, or they'll have fully recovered from COVID. So, you know, the airlines manage the load factors on board their flights, but they're not they're not up to uh, full fully where they were fully pre-COVID, and it's going to take them some time for that to happen. Obviously, we're at, we're at the very start of this process. I mean, we, we've only really started in July the 19th. So, as you said, there'll be an incremental increase on capacity and of, of facilities at the airport opening. Um, I, I've been asked to ask by, by a member of the public, um, if I were to travel abroad to an EU country and I con- contracted COVID while I was there or somebody in my group or my family did uh, while abroad, what would happen at the Irish airport when I return or what should I be aware of in that case? What, what should I do? Well, in actual fact, the health experts say that if you have uh, contacted COVID while abroad, you shouldn't travel and you must self-isolate immediately. So that's fairly clear. Yeah, very clear advice there. Yeah. So if you do contract COVID while abroad, uh, make alternative arrangements for coming back um, until you have the all clear. Until um, you Absolutely. Um, does Ireland require all arriving passengers from another EU country to have a valid digital COVID certificate? Is that? Yeah, it's not mandatory to have one, but it will make your journey through the EU much easier. All passengers arriving into Ireland must fill in a passenger locator form um, and it's a legal requirement to do so. So there's a lot of information that's required on that on your arrival into Ireland. But you, it's not mandatory to have the EU digital COVID certificate, but it will make your journey through the EU much easier and smoother for you. 
again, this is a theme we're, we're seeing everywhere. The minister said it, you've said it. It's really just a case of making things easier. Um, and, and any passengers arriving into Ireland from EU, other EU countries, because we, we often think of the return to travel as us going abroad, but of course we're going to be welcoming tourists back into the country or people traveling for business or visiting family. And what, what should they expect if they say arrive from Italy or, or the Netherlands in the case of my own sister in a few weeks, she's going to be landing in Dublin. What, what can she expect when she lands? Well, this goes back to, you know, what, when you're planning to travel, have a look at what's required in the country you're arriving into. So, People who are planning, they're traveling from Italy, they're, they're coming to Ireland. So they need to be thinking about, well, what does Ireland require on landing? Uh, what do I need to produce? So what you need to produce is, or what you have filled in your passenger locator form in advance. And on the form, um, it will indicate, um, you, you know, whether you've, you've, you've vaccinated, proof of recovery from COVID in the last six months, proof of a negative PCR test. Um, and your digital COVID certificate can be used as proof of any of which applies to any of the any of the above. So um, the passenger location form is mandatory. It's it's a law. It's required by law here. So that's really important that you fill that out. And um, spot checks will be carried out on arrival in terms of checking digital COVID certificates and other proofs of vaccination and negative PCR tests as appropriate. Okay, and does this does this mean that passengers arriving from other EU countries no longer have to do hotel quarantine or anything like that once they have these proofs that you've spoken of? Yes, uh, when they once you have a valid uh, digital COVID certificate, there's no need to quarantine, and that's the beauty of having it. It makes life much simpler and smoother for you. That's that's a great way to finish the the digital COVID certificate. It it makes life much simpler and smoother. It makes it easier uh, for passengers to get through the airport quickly and efficiently. I think it makes it easier for the staff at the airport, from the check-in staff to to boarding your your aircraft. Uh, it, It really just simplifies the process. I can tell people that once you've been vaccinated in Ireland, you will automatically receive your digital COVID certificate. I received mine only the other day. It's very quick. I got it the next day. Um, mm-hmm. I was then able to load that onto my COVID tracker on my mobile phone. So when I go to the airport, hopefully in the not too distant future, I can use that uh, to, to, to um, make the process a lot easier. So you don't have to do anything. You can print it off as well. Um, but if, if you can have a digital copy, all the better. So Siobhan O'Donnell, uh, from Dublin Airport. Thank you very much for um, that very illuminating uh, discussion. And I think, you know, it's very clear now what we all have to do uh, when we're getting ready to, to travel again. I think what will happen is people will, it'll become a way of life and we'll just get used to it in the same way that we've gotten used to other things in life. And, and that's the way it'll be for the foreseeable future. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you.